podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Frank Benali. This is Klaus Lundekwam. I'm Matt Letitia. Dean Hammond's here. And you're listening to In That Number. Kevin the Mosconish Milton. Find me on Twitter at Mosconish. And me, Ray Hunt. You can find me on at RayHunt84. Follow the show on at Number Podcast on Twitter. And on Facebook, Instagram, and Telegram on In That Number Podcast. Email us with your thoughts and feelings on In That Number Podcast at gmail.com. And if you like what you hear, consider showing your support by visiting buymeacoffee.com forward slash in that number. Let's march on in. Welcome back to another episode of In That Number, part of the Sports Social Network. This is episode 219. We're back today after two games, our midweek trip to Coventry, where we picked up our second consecutive 1-1 draw on the road and was able to hang on to our unbeaten streak. Then on Saturday, back home against Blackburn Rovers, ripped them apart. Second half was as good as it gets, really. Uh, 14 games now undefeated, fifth straight victory at St. Mary's and third consecutive clean sheet there also. A 4-0 win, a dozy netting twice in a week, a first of the season for Seiku Mara, a red card and a failed Penenka. Lots to go over this week, including Tim's previews for the rest of the festive schedule. So let's bring him in right away. Tim, how are you doing? Are we all feeling festive? I am feeling very festive after last night. Uh, so I want to uh, give give uh, props and shout out to Win or Booze, as in that is my soccer team that I play on every now and then. Uh, I love those guys. And we had our holiday party last night. And it got very festive very quickly, and apparently I need to get a really, 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 really cool uh, Christmas sweater, because I don't have any cool Christmas sweaters. And I sent you guys a picture. If you see all the ridiculousness of what Christmas sweaters are, uh, they are fun, hilarious, and also tacky at the same time. Yes, we, we have a lot of them over here and uh, I, I don't own one. So. And also I have uh, we got a Christmas miracle. We got a, we got a little Christmas miracle here because um, not only did I attend the game uh, uh, Blackburn uh, on Saturday, but uh, also the Moscow Mush is over visiting and I got to see him. And I'm so pleased to say that he has joined us today unexpectedly. So, Kevin, welcome back. It's you have been missed. I mean, everyone's been asking for you. They missed your chance. They missed your voice. We just miss you. So, yeah, welcome back. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the kind words. Um, yeah. Well, I think I had to, had to had to come back on before before Christmas. Yeah, it wouldn't really be the same, would it? It would not. It's never the same without you. But are you all set for Christmas anyway? Not really. No. Had, um, well, I mean, yeah, be perfectly honest. I um, think things aren't too good. Um, had the un- unexpected uh, sudden death in the family that really um, shook us up from um, my poor uncle sadly passed away suddenly um so yeah we've got that to deal with in the run up to christmas which is um yeah <laughs> a bit of a downer on things it's um yeah I, I was aware of that obviously and i i, I didn't mention it to our listeners out of respect for you but yeah it's um it's, it's not 
it's not a great time. It's never a good time for that to happen. But this time of year, it just makes things so much worse, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Everything's a bit, it's just, it, it's magnifies this time of year. This is but, surreal, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. But um, but yeah, Kev, thanks so much for coming on. It's um, it's a, right. it's a pleasure to to hear from you again. And, and yeah, I mean, you know, before on. that, before that, I mean, I was busy moving house and all sorts of crap. So I've got a lot to deal with at the end of the year. Yeah, and a, a little break away from the podcast is 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 has helped. So yeah, and Tim's been stepping in and he's been doing a fantastic job. So uh, has he stepped up to the plate? He certainly has. Yeah, boots. stepped that up is, to the plate. That is a lie. That is a lie. <laughs> I will never ever ever come to what kevin can provide so <laughs> no uh, thanks I'm, yeah. I'm 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 genuinely touched I'm almost literally okay <laughs> that's good okay so we'll, we'll we'll march on then uh with uh the, these two games yeah another one one draw at coventry uh similarities with that watford one uh just not doing enough showing a lack of quality to close out the games and the only difference is we, we came back from a goal down thanks to super sub samuel adozi um and then the blackburn Incredible 4-0 victory against 10 men Rovers, but still. That was a bit more like it. Ugly game at Coventry. Brilliant on Saturday. Can we do that every week, please, Tim? Uh, only if people are willing to fuck up their own lives in the way that Callum Britton did by getting a red card and kicking the ball away. So Silly. they'll make things a whole lot easier after 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 he did that. So uh, can we just like find some Callum Britton in every team and then we can just have that and it'll be okay. Yeah, we we need we we miss like a Ward Prowse winding up, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Zaha, don't we, to be able to get under the skin of opponents and uh, get get into that uh, position to have against ten men. But yeah, we still don't really have that that wind up work merchant, do we? We don't know. I suppose we've got Charlie Alcaraz is a bit fiery. Yeah, but in more in a kind of frivolous way than an aggressive way. You know? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So uh, show your support to the show and spread some Christmas cheer by buying us a coffee. Um, you can visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash in that number. And remember, if you want to get in touch uh, anyway, you can go email, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, anything like that. And you can also join our Discord, our Telegram. Just ask. We'll get you in. Um, yes, so got a little bit of news to go over. We're not going to do too much news because we've got so many things to go over in the games. And uh, as I said, a lot of previews to go through between now and the end of the year. So uh, we'll, we'll hit the news now. This is ITN In That Number News. OK, I want to I want to start. By saying our thoughts are with Tom Lockyer, his family, his friends, Luton Town Football Club, all their supporters and football fans in general, because, you know, how, how very sad about that situation. You know, we're here all stressed and concerned about Saints and each week we moan, we celebrate, we go through the, the emotional mangle. But, but something like this happens and you have to stop and think for a bit and you know, things can change so suddenly. And it puts the game that we all love in perspective and. We're all hoping for a full recovery. Uh, last I heard, he was in a stable condition and and the medical staff apparently were fantastic and they transferred him to hospital hospital right away. So, yeah, it's um, very, very sad news what we saw um, Luton yesterday. I, I just hope for the best for him. And, you know, when you have that type of a, a cardiac arrest episode, uh, it, you know, twice in what is now, uh, I mean, eight, eight or nine months and the diagnosis that he has 
it's unique and it's very, um, you know, it's sudden and it's not necessarily something that can cause long term issues. But if you have that nine months to, you know, after two episodes, especially because he, well, the, he had that in the EFL championship playoff game, uh, you know, at Wembley. So I, I want, I want the best for him and I want him to go and get every check and everything that he can possibly imagine to make sure that he is happy and healthy this holiday season. Because to me, that is more important than this game. And I hope that he is able to make sure that he has that happy and healthy life. And we, we have seen players come back from this as well, haven't we? I mean, we've seen Christian Eriksen and he had a full bill mm. of health and he'd come back and, yeah. Um, but yeah, you just won't wonder that you've had two episodes. It's it's a bit of a worry. I wish you all the best, uh, Tom. We're yeah. all thinking of you. Yep, yeah. certainly are. Moving on, uh, Russell Martin. He's weighed in with his thoughts on the table and, and the situation of, of slipping behind the front two. Now, bearing in mind this was all before the the Blackburn game when we were scoring freely. Um, so I just want to say that uh, he's had his thoughts on it, and I'll read out what he said. He said, "All we can do is just focus on ourselves and keep growing." I'm really proud of where the team is now. There's been some frustrating results in that run. Uh, the Rotherham draw, the Huddersfield draw. Then we've won games late. Any other season, the last seven or eight, we'd be in the top two uh, within one or two points. So we can't impact that. Two teams have made an incredible start. They score more goals than us is the one thing they have over us at the minute. They don't put game, we don't put games to bed. We should score a couple tonight, but we don't. And that's the next step for us. So, yeah, that's um, that's what Russell Martin has said about about this. But I, mean, I think it's clear after that Coventry game that if you are thinking still that we can make automatic promotion, I think it's looking very unlikely now. But he is right in the assessment that we're just not scoring enough goals. Again, this is before the Blackburn game. My question to you is, if we had a two points per game average, 22 games into the season, would you take that? Yeah, absolutely. But it's just, it's just a freakish start from Ipswich and, and Leicester. And Ipswich even more so because they were League One last season and we were Premier League. So it, it's just it is a freakish start. We would be tied or right, net, right there with Burnley compared to last season. So we can only control ourselves. And, of course, we lost to Leicester and Ipswich. So to me, you know, looking at it, thinking about it, it it's just it's terrible because – you know, we we want to do well and we want to be in and you've got you're competing against Leeds and you're competing against Leicester and then you're competing against this complete freak freakish team in Ipswich that, you know, I didn't I never even thought that we would, you know, if we had two points per game, I think we would have been like, oh, we're first or second at that point and we're not. And it yeah, sucks. It does. And it, it, Kev, you, you look at Ipswich. I mean, we we've said this before that by Christmas, by this time. They're going to start slipping away because their squad's not big enough. It's not, it hasn't got enough quality. But yet they're still here. They're still winning games. Okay, they they drew in the East Anglia derby on Saturday, but they're still scoring for fun. They're still putting teams away. It's just it's it's been it has been incredible from them. Yeah, I mean they they like we did um, all those years ago, taking that winning mentality from um, pushing from League One to the Championship to um, get them to the top of the table and to stay in winning ways um yeah they they do have the quality to compete in this league um, they've definitely proven that but uh i still think you know we still haven't seen the the thickest and fastest of the fixtures 
and it's still a very long season. A lot can happen. And, you know, if we continue um, this unbeaten run and, you know, actually pick up some decent wins along the way, um, yeah, we'll be breathing down their necks. Yeah, and I want to I want to say as well, I want to ask you both, if we are playing Ipswich at Portman Road tomorrow, if both teams are playing to their full potential, we beat them, right? I don't know. I mean, this is the thing. I mean, um, we can do it at home against Blackburn, but um, can we do it at the King Power Stadium or, or Portman Road? I don't know. Well, I mean, that's, they've, that's they've the... already had us at St Mary's, haven't they? Mm. I, I think our only chance of, of promotion now, I just think they're, they're, they're running away, but the gap is still there. I, I just think our only chance of promotion is through the playoffs, and I don't like our chances in that. No, but, not at all. Like not said, at all. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 you know, it's, they, they're, they're in uh, a title race, those, those two teams, and uh, they're going full pelt um, along the straight. And, you know, it's going to be um, a battle to see, you know, who breaks latest. Um, they're, 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 there's going to be injuries along the way. Uh, you know, luck could fall away. You know, Ipswich could still fall off. Leicester could um, yeah, go mm. tits up. You know? But like Russell Martin said, we've just got to focus on ourselves. If we keep doing our job, just keep winning games, keep scoring goals, then... You know, we definitely know that we've got, uh, for this level, we've got um, a very big squad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if we get to some injuries, and we've had injuries, they haven't really affected the quality of the team that much. No. Whereas for, for Ipswich, it's going to be massive. Know, could yeah. Be mm. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so we're praying for injuries. <laughs> nice. Um, FA Cup then, uh, that third round tie has now been confirmed uh, at home against Warsaw. Uh, and that game is on Saturday, the 6th of January, and that's a 3 p.m. kickoff. Kev. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More Kev, League Two opposition, right? More League Two opposition um, and more banana skins, most probably. Uh, yeah. Kevin and Tim. Right. It's it's coming on to late December now, which means only one thing. The transfer window is upon us. And the burning mm. question is, what if uh, anything do we do in January? Undefeated in 14. Everything rosy, right? Well, not exactly. I said the only thing that we, we're not doing is scoring enough goals, which, you know, well, Saturday was the exception. We're still behind Leicester and Ipswich on that front. And we, if we could find a way to add more goals and put games to bed, then this would be a perfect end to the season. Uh, we heard that uh, this January won't be as busy as it was last January. Um, and there's yeah, unlikely to be many uh, signings. So not really any multiple signings, I guess, but... There's been some rumours floating around that Everton are unhappy with Mason Holgate's playing time. Uh, we could see him depart. Uh, however, yes. you know, with, with Jack Stevens back, uh, another centre-back mm. is probably unlikely. Um, I, I think, yeah, I guess the window will hinge on what who goes, departures. You've got um, Shea Adams is still up in the air. We were discussing this yesterday, Kevin. And if he were to leave, then surely we need to replace him. We know, this is what they've said, that we're not signing a goalkeeper, a right-back, a centre-back or a defensive midfielder. That isn't going to change. So that leaves the attacking midfield, whether it's central or if it's wing or another striker. And there has been some speculation over a turn for Danny Ings in the week. What do we make, what do we make of that, guys? It's not going to happen. Wow. If he wants to come hang out, let's do it, because that... That guy scored 20 goals in the Premier League with us, and anybody who scores 20 goals in the Premier League with us is a fan of me. So I, I, I'm a fan of that guy. 
so even after the way it. that he left just like i want to go you know i want to be challenging myself and i want to be playing in europe okay we laughed at yeah. the time saying it's aston villa and all that that he left for and look, look at them now but uh he's not there of course he's at west ham and he's not getting the playing time he's not getting the goals personally yes I'd, i i i think i'd welcome him back kevin if i'm honest really i mean i'd take some convincing to be honest i'm sure if he scores scores in his first game back then uh you, you would be uh changing your tune yeah, it has to be one in, one out, you know. Um, uh, we don't really play with a striker. No. <laughs> at all. So um, Maybe that's the problem. If, yeah, if if um, we're short on goals, maybe it's the, the system that needs to change a little bit rather than the, the personnel. Um, because what we, we've got options. Uh, we've got Adams, who hasn't been getting uh, game time. Mara, who's been playing bit parts. Uh, Stuart, who's been injured um, pretty much the whole time he's been with Saints. His whole career, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Armstrong, who's been played out of position. Uh, have I forgotten anybody? No. No, that's it. No, I mean, th- those are our options. I don't think we're really utilising those options. But, um, yeah, if Shea goes, which is probably going to be one of the most predictable um, deals to be done, then, yeah, I see us signing a replacement. But um, if for whatever reason he stays, I don't think we'll get anyone in. Well, he's got six months left on his contract. He's still not signed that deal. So I think it's likely that he will be leaving. If it's not in January, it's going to be in the summer. So bringing mm. in somebody now might not be a bad thing. Um, so, yeah, I'd love to hear from anybody that's listening. Um, would you welcome Danny Ings coming back? Um, yeah, drop a Hostile line. Hostile welcome. Yeah. Probably for a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, if he can score the goals that he did before, then, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, look look what happened with Bednarek. He, he left to go to Villa and, under a cloud. He criticised us. He came back, and now everyone's forgot about that. Yeah, but he went out on loan, and um, and still you know, everyone. Ex- <laughs> um, you know, I mean, when when you're moving to a club, um, you've got to pay some pledges to the club that you're um, signing for, even if it is on loan. So saying it's a, a bigger club, well, you know, it, to be perfectly honest, it is. You can't deny it. It's a bigger club. Yeah, but you um, don't you don't need to say that, do you? There are other ways around it. So, I, 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 you know, it's a great it's a great it's great to be playing in a massive city like Birmingham, um, and for a massive club like Aston Villa. The way that he compared them to us was was the what was the bit that everybody had problems with. There's that just mm. could have sidestepped it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, they they're, they're a big club, got a bigger fan base, uh, bigger city, like you said. Um, Champions got League, a better manager. Yeah, you're playing European football. Um, no, they've won the Champions League. <laughs> oh, right. OK. Well, yeah, Europe, well European Cup, as it was known. But yeah. We won the FA Cup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do that. Yeah. Um, OK. Uh, but yeah, if, if you've got anything to say about the Danny Ng situation, then let us know. Um, and yeah, I'll be interested to hear what everyone has to say about that. Uh, under 21s, then. Uh, Last game, Derby on Friday, Friday the 15th. We had a 2-1 win at Staplewood. Uh, it was an own goal and uh, Sam Amo Amaya with our only other goal. Uh, the next match is Dynamo Zagreb. Is it Dynamo or Dynamo, Kev? I never know. It's Dynamo. Dynamo Zagreb on Wednesday the 2nd of December. And that's the Premier League International Cup. And that's at the Snow Stadium. The women then, uh, they played in the FA Cup last week. Can you remember who they played against? I can't quite remember who it was. Some shitty small tin pot club. I can't remember their name. Yeah, that it was them anyway, and we beat them two one. So, <laughs> um, an own goal and a, a Gemma Perfield 
goal, uh, dump the skates out of the cup. So, yeah, always a pleasure. Uh, next match. Uh, well, actually, no, they've just finished today. They made the long trip uh, in the back in the championship up to Durham. Um, 12 o'clock kickoff, so it has finished. And they lost 1-0, a 95th minute winner from Durham, which was a dagger. So, yeah, not, not a very good, uh, good return. And that's the end of football for the year for the women. Um, under 18s, they next play uh, Chelsea uh, at Cobham on Tuesday, the 19th of December. Right then, Tim, we go into Coventry, um, a second 1-1 draw on the road. Uh, Samuel Dozy off the bench uh, to level the scores and another assist for uh, Adam Armstrong. The undefeated streak rolls on. Uh, Tim, Leeds lost to Sunderland, but we really did miss an opportunity to jump them. Because I mean, you know, Leicester and Ipswich carrying on with their freakish form and creating that separation now. Um, like I said, Tim, this did nothing for my confidence about automatic promotion. Not a great performance against Coventry on Wednesday night. No, it was very ho hum. It was very, I don't know, like you, it was a it was a midweek game that neither team wanted to play, and we had the opportunity to take better chances, and they had a couple here and there. Um, and really, uh, Cal Mohair did such a fantastic job, and uh, I'm happy that he was able to come back from his recovery. But I wanted to come back. I wanted him to come back a couple weeks later because he could have easily scored maybe one or two more if he had a, if he had like five or ten more minutes on the on the pitch. So, to me, I really, 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 really am. I guess I would say happy that he didn't score too many more goals. But to me, uh, looking at it, it just it sucked. Like, I mean, it was, it wasn't enjoy. It wasn't very entertaining overall. No, no, it certainly wasn't. Um, the, the real elite sides in this division, Kevin, they, they find a way to win ugly, don't they? And we just don't do that. We didn't do that against Watford and Coventry. Yeah. Oh, I, th- I thought you were suggesting that Watford and Coventry were elite sides, but um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, yeah, with, with, um, the, Playing midweek and weekends, uh, week in, week out. Yeah, I mean, it takes a lot of energy and um, decent, smart squad rotation to to do it. But you know, getting a point on the road at those places, especially Watford, it's it's not that bad. No, no, it is not. It's not. And when I was when I was like writing this this, I was pretty angry um, with the performance because I did it straight after the game and. Uh, changes and, and starters then. We had one change from that Watford game and Charlie Alcaraz replaced by Will Smallbone. Uh, not a lot of width with the 11 was something that a lot of people commented on. Um, it was only when we brought on Fraser and Adozi that we saw that width and boy, did that make the difference, Tim. Really, the only time that I felt we had teeth in the game was when we got Adozi and Fraser. And Fraser seems to be like the perfect person to bring on as a sub and Adozi who's like, oh, I'm just going to kick it in gear and, you know, kick some ass this game when, you know, he hasn't, I wouldn't say he hasn't done a lot this season. Um, but between the two of them, it was, it was really cool to be able to see that, um, you know, the, the beautiful cross in and then the, uh, the shot that he had, it, 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 it was definitely, um, a, you know, the jolt that we needed to be able to get going. And these are the games that are midweek away to Coventry that you like you said you know if we're going to want to win the league or you want to get automatic promotion places we have to win ugly we are now lose not losing ugly is basically the way, best way i can describe it i think we're going to be in the playoff places now i feel like it's halfway through and we have that idea 
unless, like you said, like Ipswich just magically falls apart. But to me, we have we need that depth and we need that uh, uh, charisma to be able to get us going to keep us in those playoff places and potentially even something else better. Yeah, I, I just I just thought it was a flat boring game really and the only difference here is to say we have to come back from a goal down which is obviously better than, than letting the points slip but just not good enough and I, I was really up for this I was really looking forward to this all day um, but you know once we started I just wanted to snooze because it was just yeah it, I mean it, it didn't help that I was coming off of a night shift and I hadn't slept it was just it, it wasn't helping things but um, like, like what Kevin said like it's important to remember that Coventry they have turned a corner and, and they're a difficult team to play they held Leeds at Ellen Road on Saturday uh, no visiting side had scored at Coventry since October so you know looking for a fourth win in five games as well and they'd only lost once at home all season when we look back at this game in the months to follow we'll sit back and we'll say actually you know this was a this was a point that we'll take you, you want to take it and run with it and I think Robbins did a really good job of uh, coaching them up. And I think O'Hare is a great, great, great player. And Haji Wright was able to basically take the many mistake and score from it. And it really just, we need, to, we need to be doing better, but in the grand scheme of it all. At the time, it's just like, oh, it's a missed opportunity with Leeds losing. But, you know, when you look back at it, it's just going to feel like, yeah, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't a bad point to take because they, you know, they're, they're they're winning games at the moment. They're doing quite well. They're pushing themselves up the table. Uh, your danger man that you said about Callum O'Hare, Tim, you, you scored two goals in his return. Um, he almost gave them a lead, actually, because he hit the bar, didn't he? He did actually get an assist for your uh, your compatriot. And, and Haji's a little bit better than, than Ellis Sims, as I was leading on. Um, Haji's going to be just fine in the championship. He'll have, you know, he's got like seven goals. I think he's got seven goals now. Um, he's going to do... And just like Josh Sargent is for Norwich, a really yeah. good, decent job, but nothing spectacular. Um, just like that's definitely how our, um, our our Americans do overseas, except for Pulisic, who's Captain America and he's the best and uh, love the guy. But uh, he's yeah, Haji Wright will be just fine. And Cal O'Hare, I mean, had ha- got the assist, uh, hit the crossbar. Like literally everything that he, he, the progressive passing, he is the danger man for them. And him being back, will they'll be able to secure not getting relegated. But I'm going to, I'm going to be super curious to see if they're going to be, how well they're going to be able to do, um, uh, and see if they can get into the playoff places. But they don't have, uh, Victor or, uh, and they don't have, uh, Gustavo Hammer as well. Those two players last year and Sakamoto isn't going to be able to pick up the speed for them. Wright's not going to be able to pick up enough of what uh, Victor did. And Ellis Sims seems like a bust at this point. Uh, Samuel Adozi, uh, it's third of the season, finishing off nicely from another uh, Adam Armstrong assist. He keeps on piling on those goals and the assist, doesn't he? But yeah, really good finish from Sam Adozi, quite composed and just uh, did what he had to do. He dropped it, hit it on the volley, like a small volley there. He put it cross, uh, cross goal and com- yeah, composed is a good way to be able to look at it. And Arebo sitting there saying, let's go, let's go, grabs the ball and say, let's, let's go get, let's go get it back and let's go, uh, let's go score because they think they were able to jolt themselves and get the energy that they needed. And, you know, if they, after Dozie's game, uh, Dozie's goal, we could have probably all turned it off and said, well, that's 1-1, that sucks, and on to the next one. Well, we did have opportunities to take three points after that, and that's what we were, why we want to focus on, because, you know, the, the, the could have been Adam Armstrong was uncharacteristically wasteful. We had a couple of uh, chances close, and 
blazed them over the crossbar. But that's not to say they didn't have their chances either, because I, I think, uh, was it Ben Sheaf? Yeah, it was. Um, caused a good save from Gav at the end. Um, but I, I don't know. Yeah, 1-1 one, one probably seemed about fair, didn't it? When you look at it all. I don't care about it being fair. I want to fucking win. And that's, <laughs> it's it's Wednesday at Coventry. I don't care if we need to like punch a baby to get to get this goal oh, and to, to be able to score. We need to win. And uh, we didn't do that. So. Baby, are you punching? Jesus Christ. But yeah, that was that was thir- that was 13th unbeaten and not yeah. unlucky 13. But yeah, Kev, fantastic support once again. Sold out away end. 3000 traveling fans in a midweek in December is just fantastic. Yeah, you'd love, love to see. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the Blackburn su- support in comparison uh, is, yeah, miserable. Yes, um, that was yes, bad, wasn't yes, it? So, yeah, so yeah, mid- midweek just before Christmas, um, even if it is only to the Midlands, yeah, that's, that's still brilliant, brilliant support. That's We're a massive nice. club. Yeah. Yes, always. Yeah. Um. So there, remain fourth. Twenty-one games played, one eleven, drawn six, lost four. I'm thirty-nine points at that point. Um. Seventy-one percent of possession. We had twelve shots to their eleven. They had four on target to our three. So that's why I say it was a it was a fair result. Um. The xg zero point eight to their zero point five. So yeah, I'm going to say it again, Tim. I thought it was a fair result. <laughs> but yeah. Uh. Russell Martin said, I'm really proud of the performance as I thought we were really good uh, uh, tonight against a well-organised team. The reaction to going 1-0 down was fantastic. The subs had a really good impact. Dozy and Fraser, uh, and I thought they were going to score a second. Uh, those moments need to come more. The last 10 minutes became really open because both teams were trying to win. Neither team was hanging on, but neither team was happy, which is why I love the game. That was good, I suppose. No, no one was, was settling on a draw. Uh, so, yeah, that... The fact that we, you know, well, you you said it like Arebo wanted to pick the ball up straight away and go back for it, be open, and actually, you know, try and win and, and win this win this game. Uh, man of the match, Tim. Dozy came on and made the biggest difference out of it all. Adam Armstrong kind of had, I wouldn't say, a stinker compared to his, you know, to his level. Arebo came in and I wouldn't say he solidified his spot, but he's doing a decent job. Uh, Smallbone did all right in the midfield. Um, but let's give it to Adozi because he made it, he made the biggest difference and really gave us a jolt of energy at the second that he came on for the entire uh, the entire uh, time that he was there. I have exactly the same thought as you. I'm going to give it to Sam Sam Adozi because he just made the difference off the bench and he needed that goal and it jolted him a bit as well because again he scored against Blackburn. But it's got to be unanimous, hasn't it? Um, we don't normally give man of the match to substitutes because um, we we're looking at the performance throughout the whole match. But um, yeah, we said he did make the difference. Absolutely. So yeah, a hat trick for Samadozi. A hat trick of man of the matches, obviously, but not. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll see um, a hat trick of goals from him soon. Yeah, QPR coming up, but yeah. Um, so on to Blackburn then. Did you know the first meeting between Saints and Blackburn in any competition since uh, April 2005? Of course, we got relegated shortly after that, while Blackburn remained in the top tier until 2012 when they got relegated, and then we got promoted. Amazingly missing paths with each other until we've joined them this season. So yeah, I, remarkable dodging of each other there. It's just um, our paths have never quite crossed again, but... Well, I thought that was interesting anyway, but obviously not, not anybody else. But yeah, uh. <laughs> it's super, it's super interesting. It's, it's, it's almost like it takes a little effort to not be at the same level. Yeah, um, for all that so time. It also is saying that 
but it's also saying since we were in the uh, we're in the Premier League for the last uh, eleven years or so that they haven't upped their game yet, and uh, we are hoping to get back there so we don't have to play them again next season on a regular basis, unless they get promoted as well. <laughs> which is looking even more it's unlikely. But yeah. It's looking very unlikely. But um, yeah. yeah, I think Rotherham didn't. When we, when we played them, that was wasn't that the first meeting since the 60s or something ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Another one of those. But yeah. yeah. Uh, and Plymouth as well, I believe. Oh no, no, we did play them in the Championship, didn't we? Or League One, yeah. rather League One. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, keeping that run going uh, and slowly closing that gap to Leeds, uh, picking up points on Ipswich also. Uh, brilliant four 0 over 10 men, Blackburn. Samuel Adozi grabbing his second of the week right before the half, fourth of the season, and becomes joint, well, second joint top scorer with Shea Adams and almost 300 minutes less played than him. So, yeah. Uh, Blackburn's Callum Britton showing a second yellow 10 minutes into the second half, kicking the ball away. <laughs> That's Stupid. the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I can only, so I can only think that he forgot. I don't know, but... Um, Stuart Armstrong secured the points uh, before Charlie Alcaraz missed a penalty. Seiku Mara bagged his first of the campaign and then Alcaraz made amends to complete the day. Uh, yeah, three changes then, Kev, from that 1-1 draw at Coventry. Uh, Adozi's goal made him a starter for the first time in over two months. Flynn Downs back after that illness and another start for James Bree playing at right back, uh, switching with Kai Wolf-Peters. Uh, Manning, Charles and Adams all drop out. Happy with the selection? Yeah, again, first glance, sort of a little bit lacking in attack. That festive Christmas tree formation, um, lacking lacking width as well as, um, yeah, lacking an out-and-out striker as well. Yeah, so I wasn't over the moon about it, but um, yeah, still decent quality players. Um, Arivo still in the squad, um, seems to have um, started to fix his place in the squad, I suppose. Yeah, I think um, Alcaraz missing gives Rebo that, that that little bit of a push that he needs to to keep playing. I don't and think it's he, wondering because they yeah. they were both quite good. I don't think he he's doing terrible. I don't think yeah. I don't I don't think uh, Alcaraz has been doing terrible either. So yeah, it's um. It is a difficult decision, but we haven't got to make it. But yeah, Tim, uh, are we happy with the selection? Initially, no. Because I really thought that it was too defensive, or it wasn't, in, it, had, it didn't have enough attack in it. So no Adams, and it seemed like Adam Armstrong is our only nine. We had one winger in a dozy, and Arebo seems more of a central midfield in, in the entire setup. So besides that, you know, this is a team that we could. You got Stu. I mean, Stu is still Stu is playing like an like an eight right now in that hybrid midfield. At the moment, he's not in that in the Christmas tree. He's he's a part of the three in the Christmas tree. He's probably more attacking one out of Downs or Smallbone out of the, out of the group. And he you know he made the biggest difference here in, in this game. But to me, like I thought, if we had like I don't know Fraser or Alcaraz, it would have been a little bit more uh, appropriate to take it to what. What is a, a Blackburn team that needs to get their uh, their shit got rocked? So it was uh, it was fun. Perfect afternoon, I think. Um, I also got the pleasure of seeing you, Kev. Uh, come up to me and whack me on the back of the head with something. I don't quite know what it was, but uh, woke me up a little it's bit. <laughs> what my was cock. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it was the cock, right? Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it was just a dominating performance. The second half, in particular, um, and it wasn't. 
the easiest of first halves to watch. Um, I, I think I do think we deserve to go into the second half of the lead, but I questioned whether we'd have enough quality on the day to make that breakthrough. But it did come eventually. It took took a while. Uh, Sam Adozi, 44th minute, right before the break. Uh, as I said, second in a week and, and fourth of the season. A scrappy one, but I guess he won't care about that. Just seemed to be right place, right time. Uh, James Bree also on corner duties and uh, picked up his first assist. So, But, I mean, the amount of pressure in the corners that we had in that opening half, something had to give, didn't it? Well, you'd think so. It was getting quite frustrating, to be honest. I was um, thinking of, uh, of Joe Tessum and his mm. uh, hatred for backwards, sideways, backwards, sideways. <laughs> um, just needs a little bit of aggression, a little bit of aggression. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and we did lack it. Um, I think the only person who was showing any sort of uh, attacking prowess was um, Stuart Armstrong. Everyone else seems just to be... I mean, no, no one was really making runs into the box. It was just um, a bit of pass it around. But I suppose, you know, that that is part of the, the strategy, isn't it? That we just um, rope a dog and keep the ball, get, make them run after us until they get knackered and then just go in for the kill. Yeah, I, I did see some some long passes, though, early on. I, I did see some Adam Armstrong making some, some darting runs, but whilst the ball was in our uh, defensive area. So I, I think we were trying that early on, but it didn't quite work. Uh yeah, I get I get your point. Not really a lot of movement into the box, but yeah, it's just that that mid block, the low block. Blackburn just seems to be able to frustrate us. And I did think, you know, if we go in at half time at nil nil, then you know this this could be nil nil for the day. Uh, that, but, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, we need something. We need to give them something to think about um, at half time, and we did exactly that. And it was looking back at it, that goal was so so crucial because. Mm. You know, it could have been a different story. OK, I get the, you know, the, the red card helped, but I think I think we were there anyway. But what was pleasing for everyone was the fact that we we had we didn't have that second half collapsed him and we didn't allow Blackburn a path back um, to recovery. And I know that Blackburn weren't good at all, but we deserve the credit here because we controlled every part. We didn't allow them to even get the ball out of their half. And the pressing was so good early on. And this is the second half, by the way. And. Is that a coincidence, Tim, that Flynn Downs is back and, and that midfield controlled the flow? Flynn Iesta. I think it's... <laughs> Love it. Flynn Iesta. Love it. So um, we, got, we got the opportunity here in the U.S. to be able to hear Ian Dark as the announcer uh, for the game. And he's, he's, I, I enjoyed it. And he was able to talk and provide a few cues and concepts that uh, he that I didn't necessarily realize. And, and Flynn Downs is one of them. And he, I won't say he gushed about Flynn, but he recognized the talent that Flynn has. And he knew about the differences that he was out for the last two weeks. And so to me, somebody who hasn't probably even did his homework, watched all the Southampton games and that's his job uh, for the, you know, for the last uh, five, eight, six, seven games, um, he saw that Flynn Downs made, makes a huge difference. And so to, so to me, uh, and to what you're saying, yeah, I think Flynn Downs made a huge difference, whether or not it necessarily showed up on the scoreboard. Um, but he did get an assist on, uh, he did get an assist on the day. Uh, he took <laughs> an appropriate yell. I don't, not that he knew anything about that assist, and, but yeah. <laughs> oh, and just, sometimes it's luck. It's, yeah. it didn't show up really on the scoreboard, but he made a difference. He said, and to me, uh, yeah, we we uh, seen it all. Like we just, they just. It not only did we 
we were fantastic. They just didn't seem like they wanted to be there too. Like it was just like a men versus boys uh, game and it was, it was fun. It was fun to watch because we just like completely dominated them and I didn't have any stress at all over the game whatsoever. No, this is what I'm saying. This is what we need more of. And the dominance and the, you know, the, the tempo, the possession, uh, it, it could have been down to the 10 men, of course, but I don't, I don't think it was because I say, I think we were building something before Blackburn weren't troubling us in the slightest. And then Callum Britton does that, that crazy moment where he kicks the ball away. Um, you're already on a booking, Kevin. You kick the ball away. I mean, I can only, like I said, I can only imagine that he just forgot. Yeah, just a momentary sort of loss of control. The frustration really showing and really getting on their tits by that point. And um, yeah, just the stupidest red card ever. <laughs> I bet, I bet you, John Dow Thomason ripped into him. Well, I hope he did. Because it effectively yeah. shut shut the game down for them, didn't it? Totally, yeah. Um, they didn't stand a chance after that. And um, yeah, I didn't quite understand um, why he'd been sent off. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't. Obviously, m- missed him kicking the ball. Um, I didn't understand what it was for because I, I didn't, didn't see him. He wasn't involved in any incident or anything. So I thought, what, what the fuck's going on? No, here? I, I didn't. Know. I did. I was hoping for a replay because I thought he was, I thought it was descent. Um, and then I didn't even see him walk off the pitch. And I got to a point where it was like. Is that a mistake? Did he rescind that? Did I miss that as well? Because I, I had to count the men. I was like, no, they are a man yeah, down. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, they're definitely down. They're definitely down to 10 men. But yeah, I completely missed it. I didn't see him kick the ball away. But yeah. Uh, Flynn Downs, you say he got the um, got the assist, Tim. <laughs> he will get credited for the assist. But I mean, if he hadn't have got that assist, then probably would have got the penalty. Absolutely. I mean, it would have been six and one half dozen the other. And I guess I'll take, I'll take the goal from open play than the goal from the penalty kick. So uh, I appreciate him giving me his body. And... To Alcaraz. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't think he would have we taken can, that we can chast- in 1-0 though. <laughs> we can chastise him in a few moments here, but <laughs> yeah. he, it's, it's well-deserved. Uh, you can't do that shit. And um, but to me, no, he, 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 he sold himself out and then Armstrong just came in and uh, just knocked it home. Right place, Beautiful. right time, easy for him. But yeah, the, it was made because of Downs and Downs making the run. Will Smallbone with that brilliant pass, a great combination from them two. And Stu was just left alone and it was just like the easiest finished ever. And that's his third of the season now. But the, the pressure continued after that and we still didn't sit back on two, uh, which is what we've seen before. Uh, continue to press for a third, which was nice. And Martin used all his subs. Very important this time of year. Uh, so THB, Adozi, the Armstrongs and Downs all off. Alcaraz, Fraser, Charles, Mara, and finally the return of Captain Jack. Uh, nice little moment, Kev, when um, Adam Armstrong, he ran over to him and handed him back his armband. So, um, yeah, that was um, that was nice to see. Um, but the subs did make an impact. And Mara and Charlie uh, scoring, of course, but... Not before that Penenka from Charlie. And <laughs> if you're going to do that, you have to score. And he made a fucking mess of it. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be really good at them if, you, if you're going to try and take I think, one. I think you have um, to be Andrea Pirlo to try that. Otherwise, just don't bother. Or uh, Anthony Penenka. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Smash the fucking ball into the back <laughs> of the net. The concept is not very hard. But just do it. Because... You can hit straight down the middle, too, and obviously yeah. he's going to dive one way or the other. Just if you smashed it straight at home, like would have been like right at, uh, you know, eye level height, it would have been perfect. Instead, you get cute 
in a game that you're obviously dominating, you just want to go in and get get the thing on the scoreboard and just take that. It's not something that you need to go through and be, you know, Argentinian, okay? Just go in <laughs> yeah. and score the fucking goal, all right, Charlie? Don't do, do that again. Do a, do a Latiz, do a Lambert, just pick a spot and put it there. But, yeah, I don't like it. I just – do you, do you think it shows disrespect – because, I mean, if, if the game had been nil-nil, there's no way he's trying that. Uh, it's just saying, you know, we're two up, you're a man down, and I can afford to get a little cocky with this. I mean, yeah, you know, it's pure arrogance. Uh, I, I was kind of hoping that, because um, Mara won the penalty, that uh, he'd uh, take it himself. Because, um, yeah, he could do with a, a boost of confidence uh, as well. But, um, yeah, um, I think Charlie needs the opposite. He needs to be taking himself down a peg a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, and we saw the we saw the results of that. But yeah, Mara did get the confidence because um he did score in the 97th minute. Yes. Subs combining once more. Ryan Fraser to Seiku Mara for his uh, for the third uh, first of the season. Uh, easy, yeah. Bad, bad, bad defending. I, I think I could have scored that one. Um, but yeah, that's his first yeah, of the season, second ever. In at the back first. post. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely jubbly. Yeah, I'm pleased for him because he, he doesn't always get a fair crack, does he? And often brought on in situations where we're chasing a lost cause or we're just riding the game out like this time was really. But I mean, he got at the back post and, and made himself an easy target for Fraser. So, yeah, lovely, lovely moment for him. Yeah, well, I mean, th- those subs came on and it was just because in the first half, I, I couldn't believe it. I looked at the scoreboard and it was like 25 minutes and I thought it was the 40th. Like that, that's how time was like really dragging. Well, even um, in that, even in that chapel stand, jeez. Uh, yeah, still, but you know, they 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 didn't stop all match. It was just brilliant. Um, yeah, the atmosphere was great, but you know, the, the football on the pitch wasn't um, wasn't really that exciting at all. But once those subs have been made, I could watch that all night. I wish they they could play another ninety minutes like that because um, we, yeah, we'd have made a thirty nil. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Alcaraz, Tim. Uh, got the fourth in the 99th minute, and again we didn't relent. Piled on the misery, put the foot down still, which is great. This is what Leicester would do, right? Um, and if we're going to be in the mm. conversation for this, this is what we need to do. And yeah, he took the rebound from a small bone shot, and yeah, I loved his little celebration with the little apologies for the penalty miss. Yes, yeah, yeah that's classy. Mm. Yeah, and let's give props where props is due. Didn't, did you guys see Wallstead? Like he had a few great saves on the day. Yeah. It could and have been more, couldn't it? it could the, have been. the, the Fraser, the Fraser shot earlier where he literally is complete and fully extended that it was, it was just crazy, to, crazy to see. And then obviously the one here where, um, yeah, small bone and then Charlie's just in the right place at the right time to be able to clean it up. And at that point, the, all the defenders basically said they're, you know, let's just go home and let's just grab the, let's grab the bus and let's get it go. Let's get going. Um, so to me, uh, that was, it was, we, you know, putting, putting two in injury time after two being only two zero up, it, four zero seems like the right result for the end of the, uh, for the, uh, for, for the end of the game. How it looked. It really should have been a lot more, though. We'd have been brutal and clinical, and um, yeah, Alcaraz hadn't played silly buggers. We could have really um, jacked up our goal difference quite nicely. Because um, look at the teams around us. Uh, yeah, our goal difference not brilliant. I mean, that that Sunderland game was a massive uh, part of our goal difference being in the mm. negative, but it's start it is starting to creep up, uh, which is 
is, is, which is pleasing. And these clean sheets are so, so important. Uh, three uh, in a row at St. Mary's as well, which is which is brilliant. Um, but yeah, biggest win of the season. The, the best for me, I think. You, I can include that 4-4 four, four with, with Norwich. Um, Tim, your danger man, Sammy Schmodix, um quiet. <laughs> Only 29 touches, no tackles, no interceptions, and an XG of 0.1. And a yellow card too. So uh, welcome back, Flynn Downs. <laughs> they did not want to fucking be here for this game. It was hilarious. So the only person who showed up was the keeper. And he did his and he darndest to be able, well. He did his darndest to not let in four because he could have let in probably like six or seven, and he made the difference to bring it down to four. Perfect. Uh, Kev, do you do you have any stats? Do you want to take this? Um. Yeah. I mean, when the stats came up on the screen at the stadium, did you, did you see that? I did. Like, yeah. There was sort of a gasp. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, how many? How many courses? Seven, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was ridiculous. I think. Um. There, there, when was there? Their first corner. Well, then you had one corner, and that was, it was like late, wasn't it? Yeah, seventy-eighth minute or something ridiculous. But they um, did have a hundred percent shot. Hundred percent of their shots were on target. That's true. Yeah, all four shots um, on target. But um, yeah, it, the target being Bazuno, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we had twenty-two uh, shots, uh, eleven of which were on target. And this That's fifty percent. I mean. <laughs> yeah, one of them. Um, the penalty wasn't one of them as well, so no. um, it should have been six, really, shouldn't it? Uh, yeah, what else do we need? Possession, yeah, 73% uh, possession. That was fairly um, consistent throughout the match as well. Um, yeah, pass, uh, passing accuracy of 93%, uh, just 777 uh, accurate passes out of 840. I'm still waiting for that thousand. It's not going to happen. I think I realised that when you were gone, I was looking at those stats, mm. see how many touches that we had, and I thought, oh, well, can it, wouldn't it be great if uh, we got to a thousand when Kev wasn't here to report it? But it still didn't happen. But yeah, um, <laughs> an XG 0.7 for them, 3.9 for us, the biggest discrepancy mm. of the season, and yeah, three lovely points. Uh, man of the match, Kevin, you can go first. I'm going to go with, um, I don't know who the broadcasters went for, but um, in the stadium they announced it as Stuart Armstrong. And um, yeah, I thought he was absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, didn't play out the whole match, but didn't really have to. Uh, but yeah, I think he gave it absolutely everything. Um, he, he could have had a hat-trick uh, in that match. I second that emotion, um, Kev. Absolutely superb, yeah. Armstrong all the way for me. He was the only one that really mm. looked threatening in that first half when it was poor. Yeah. Um, and then, it, again, yeah, every, he was just everywhere. I just thought he was explosive, and that's... That's his best for us, I think, when he's when he's playing like that. Um, Tim, do, do you uh, do you make it three? Yeah, it's it's Stu. I mean, for for the entire first half, like he looked like he was the man, and he was just every everything revolved and centered around him, and he was the guy creating things, and it just made sense um, uh, for you know for for the game and then it obviously overall even though you know Adozi had a goal um Alcaraz had his goal Mara had his goal it just collectively it was a great team effort but Armstrong really made the biggest difference today yeah he was brilliant absolutely brilliant um Russell Martin said it was a really good performance even against 11 Blackburn are a really good team when I watched them uh, to turn it into the game was uh, down to the lads 
We hunted the ball back relentlessly. We didn't let them get into, into a flow. The lads were relentless and we should have scored more earlier than we did. But I am pleased for the players as they got what their mentality deserved. It was because of our intensity uh, of our team that I'm really proud of them. And, don't, and I don't take that for granted. We're going to have to be patient at times. We don't we didn't look bored or impatient and we attacked when it was right, moving the ball quickly. Please can this continue and that this is what we're capable of and this is what we need to do more of. And let's see if we can force it switch in Leicester to, to wobble just a little bit. Right then, uh, we go into we go into the previews then. We've got a lot of previews. Uh, due to due to that Christmas Day, well, what, what day Christmas Day is, we won't be recording now until after Christmas, which means we have three games until then. So we've got QPR away on the 23rd, Swansea at home on the 26th and Plymouth at home on the 29th. So, Tim, yeah, you've been a very, very busy man researching our next three opponents. Um, and if we can play like that we did against Blackburn, then watch out QPR, right? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we'll do a little abbreviated here since we have three coming up here. We've got not only QPR, we've got Swansea, and we've got Plymouth. Um, but QPR is our first repeat offender. It's the first repeat game of the season coming up here. Is is It's halfway th- We're almost officially halfway through. Is it uh, exciting for you guys? Does it seem like it's been halfway? Yeah. Uh, it was, I, th- I think it was slow at, start, at the start, but now, obviously, with these December fixtures coming thick and fast, it's kind of like, yeah, I think we're we're in. I mean, if, if someone would have said to me we'd be up third, fourth, uh, I would have taken it. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I'm happy with the way that things are going. Uh, and, if yeah. they'd have said you'd be behind Dipswich in the league, don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you if you said you if you said at the beginning you'd have two points per game at uh, on average going into the twenty second game, would you have taken that? Yeah, absolutely, all day long. And that's where and that is where we're currently at right now, despite being in fourth place. So I still have the right to be angry when we don't win. Oh fuck yeah! Of course you can. You can you can do whatever. It, it, it just makes sense um, <laughs> because well, with QPR, uh, the uniqueness of this is. Uh, well, we beat them 2-1 earlier at home this season, and they have a different manager. So they fired Ainsworth, and they hired uh, uh, Sufuentes, and he looks pretty pretty darn good compared to uh, what Ainsworth has. So uh, earlier in the season, on September 16th, uh, we beat them in what was really an ugly game, where I think I said more stuff about uh, Ainsworth's hair than I actually did about the game. And his boots, I remember, his snakeskin oh, boots. Oh, yeah, greasy-ass hair. Like, I could smell it here all the way in uh, Chicago <laughs> compared to, you know, from Southampton. He just looked like he just smelled like marble cigarettes and <laughs> cheap leather. Um, but that's, yeah, why, so they, that's still, why they sacked him, Tim. They just got enough. They had enough of the smell. Yeah, really. You know, they, they fired him for cause for for being, uh, you know, for not being cleanly hygiene. So mm. makes sense. Uh, so sitting, they're still 22nd, unfortunately, for them. And but their form is much better uh, recently, even though despite losing to Wednesday two uh, one uh, in this past uh, game uh, yesterday, uh, they uh, they drew Plymouth 0-0, they beat Hull City 2-0, they beat Preston 2-0, and they beat Stoke City 4-2. So in the last uh, five games, they've, you know, three wins, a draw, and a loss. And so that form is going to take them out of uh, the relegation spots where they're sitting in currently. Oh, they, they lost that Wednesday game at the death as well, didn't they? They were one new yes, up in did. that game as well. So. Danny Roll is just uh, you know, he's coming in and he's, he's, he's making a difference there. 
So it's good for that. It's good. It's good. Um, but to me, uh, you know, it's it's a change of pace, and I don't like it because uh, they're going to be better than what we what we what we were playing them against earlier. So and we're going away as well. That is correct. Loftus Road should be a. Are you hopeful? It looks like it's a pretty ground. Been able to be outside of it. Never been in it, but uh, it's a. Uh, it's another one of those like quaint quintessential English uh, stadiums built right into the the town or the the, the neighborhood and White City. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Excellent. Um. Okay. So we'll go on to predictions then. Actually, Kevin, you're first up this time. Uh. So what have you got for QPR? Three one. We're gonna we're gonna smash them. I like the confidence. Tim, you're up. Uh, I'm going with 1-0. So. What, QPR? No, we are going to win this game uh, oh, 1-0. We're going to have another. It's gonna. We're going to struggle, and we're going to have like 14 shots, and we'll have 80% possession, and it'll be like a, you know, a scrape off of a random, you know, like a, it'll be a scrape off of like a random shot that we'll get a lucky deflection, and we'll win 1-0. Uh, I'm going 2-0. Another clean sheet. Comfortable. And then, of course, we go to Boxing Day at home uh, against Swansea. That's a 3 o'clock kickoff at St. Mary's. Swansea, Tim, this is the last team that we play this season. Yeah, those damn Welsh. You know, <laughs> the, the, the Swans, um, well, the Russell Martin Derby, uh, the Ryan Manning Derby. Um, you know, could we call it a fierce rivalry? Because, you know, since we relegated them with the Gabby Adini goal, uh, it's it's they, and you guys remember like the whole Marriott scheme, uh, scheme yeah. where they like canceled they canceled on us and oh that was that was fun um yeah now now it's fun thinking about it but i i will say uh, though he he did leave under a bit of a cloud and swansea fans had got the backup when he left and all that then they started slagging him off saying the football's boring we don't care but i think what we did to cardiff a couple of weeks ago when he shushed the crowd and put his hand up for saying four in a row that must have got some swansea fans back on his side surely well i think they 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 hate him less. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like it's like how bad did you stub your toe? Did you stub your toe bad or did you stub your toe really bad? Because <laughs> uh, he they just stubbed his toe. It's now it went from really bad to bad. And yeah. So taking a look at that, yeah, this this is the last team that we haven't played yet. And uh, I, I honestly I, I was excited to. And well, we're gonna be at home for this game. And but they're currently sitting in 18th and they're really ho-hum. And I honestly, they don't really have many people or many, many things going on for them. They sold to Rowe. stole them all. <laughs> yeah. Manny left and Russell left. Yeah. Didn't take Grimes so, to, so to me, taking a look at it, um, like they don't have a whole lot. So they'll still play Bruston, uh, but besides that, uh, the previous five, they've lost to Middlesbrough 2-1, they, they drew Stoke, uh, Stroke 1-1, they beat Rotherham 2-1, and they drew Huddersfield 1-1. They're, they're gonna scrape, they're gonna scrape and get by this season, and there's nothing, you know, Martin elevated them to eighth place last year, and they're currently 18th, and yes, they have, they're less in terms of quality, but, um, it, Martin did did a number and will be able to provide quality quality for them. So it's uh, to me, 
yeah, we did steal their manager. Eh, so be it. Uh, they can, you know, they can, they can write home about that, but it'll be, it'll be a good game. It'll be a good game, but we'll still, I still think we're going to do very well. Predictions? You're first, Tim. I am going to go with a 3-1 win. I am going for another clean sheet and another 2-0 win. Uh, another comfortable 2-0 win. Kevin? I don't know why, but I've got a, a, a bad feeling about this match. I reckon oh, it's, no. it could, it's Too potential much banana turkey. skin territory. Yeah, um, I'm going to predict a one-all draw, uh, which is disappointing. Because I'd love to see a smash them. Uh, definitely prove me wrong. Because uh, um, one one of the things that annoys me about Swansea is that they had a decent logo and they changed it to one that looks like it's been designed by a three-year-old. So um, <laughs> yeah, just for that, I'll be absolutely destroy them. Well, I'm 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 confused about their logo because if you look at what it is officially, it's that one with the circle with a bit of blue in the background. But yeah. on their kits, they've gone back to that old style with the with just the black swan. So swan, yeah. yeah just, I don't yeah. mind it. I think it's all right. Needs to get get in the bin. Okay. Uh, one one it is then. Uh, and then then on Friday the 29th, another game at St Mary's, a six o'clock kickoff on a Friday. Uh, we got Plymouth Argyle at home. No, but uh, St Mary's. Sorry. Yeah, Tim. Plymouth. So we play them week. at home and at home, don't we? Mm, we we are we've already played them away, haven't we? We went to Home Park at the start of the season. Now we're at St Mary's. It's weird. I've got venue down as St Mary's, and I've got it as away. So uh, I fucked up. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> so we beat them down in Plymouth a two one in August and uh, they still they'll still have in the the winter uh, the the holiday season they've got uh, they've got to play Cardiff and they've got to play Birmingham uh, so two teams that are beatable and then besides that they beat Rotherham three two they drew QPR zero zero and then lost to Leicester four zero like everybody else um, but I want to give props to where props is due. They, they've just been promoted, and they're really putting up a good fight, and they deserve to be in the championship this season. Morgan Whitaker uh, is looking fantastic. as a He's going to have probably close to – he's going to be closing in in that 15 to 20 goal range. Uh, Mumba is doing a great job in that left wing back position um, where he's able to basically just give free reign and be able to make, uh, make it work. And – they have done a very, very, very good job of what I think a team should do coming up from League One into the championship is play well, be successful, be a team effort, and then not be fucking Ipswich and then make all, you know, <laughs> and just be completely all the way at the top and, you know, complete a lot, not allow us to be, uh, to get promoted. Of course, they but, won the league, didn't they? They won League One. They did League One, and that is something. And it's it's a fun away it's a fun away day. Apparently, I would like to go down to uh, to Cornwall in that area and check, and check it out. Devon, thank you. Cornwall is a little farther. But, yeah, it's just yeah, right on the border, isn't it? Yeah, I went yeah. there a couple of years ago. It's good, nice stadium, very nice stadium. I like it. Doing really well for them, and uh, I'm happy to see that they are successful. Sitting in 16th at the moment, um, you know, only minus one in goal difference and 26 points. So, you know, th- looking at 20, uh, if they're, you know, they're looking at that'll be they'll last year the equivalent would have put them at 18th. And if they, if you said that Plymouth would finish 18th this season, I would have said that sounds about right. And and uh, to me, uh, I like it. I like them. I like I don't want to. It's like a team that I don't want to hate. Like, I actually want to, like, enjoy and, you know, talk and hang out with the pilgrims. 
You're not <laughs> treating this as a South Coast derby, then? No, this is not <laughs> a South Coast derby. <laughs> um, okay, uh, predictions. I'm up first this time, and I am going for a comprehensive 3-0 win. So that means I've predicted a 2-0, a 2-0, and a 3-0. So nine points, seven goals, and none conceded. That is going to be Merry Christmas. Well, I'm going to have to predict a win again. That unbeaten run's got to continue. Uh, yeah, amazingly, we, we could, um, we could on this unbeaten run that we're on, if we'd have won every single one of the matches in that run, um, we'd still only be level with them on points. Just <laughs> mental. Um so yeah, we've really, really got to do it. Um, two nil, two nil. Let's do it. Clean sheet, two nil. Like it, Timothy. Uh, so I predicted two wins. You have to slip up here and there, and unfortunately, I think Plymouth is going to come in and be very, very lucky, and we'll take a one-all draw. Uh, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. But we'll still be under, we'll still be undefeated through the through the uh, the Christmas uh, the Christmas games. So according to all of our um, yeah, according to all of our picks, which of course that means we're going to get beaten all three of them now because we've uh, yeah. we jinxed it. But yeah, okay then. So on to those discords then uh, those predictions from the week. Uh, the Coventry game, three people going with one one. We had New Jersey Scott, Kevin McGee, and me. Yeah, that rhymes. <laughs> um, Tim, you've got. Uh, a draw, correct. So uh, points to you. Uh, and the Blackburn game, nearly everyone going for a Saints win. Uh, no one going for a 4-0, obviously. But Greg Kaplan went 4-1. So close enough. What does that mean to the table then? Wow, it's a very, very good week for me. I'm on the charge and I'm just one point off the leaders now. Um, it's Kurt Supple and Coastal Elite. Kurt actually missed putting his prediction in for the Coventry game. And he's still top of the league. So uh Unlucky, but yeah, still hanging on. Um, so get your predictions in for the QPR game uh, as quick as you can on that Discord. Uh, Super 6, then round 23 was won by Gavin Burgess uh, with seven points. Round 24, Paul Beasley, 21 points. That's incredible. Uh, and round 25 is still ongoing. Uh, and overall, Andrew Knight running away with it still on 225 points. Uh, fantasy football, Kev. Well, yeah, I've um, actually not been paying any attention at all to my um, fantasy team, so I um, imagine they, they've slipped quite considerably. Yeah, I'm. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I have either. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. Tim's uh, overtaken me uh, for fifth at the Podders. Um, Harry Tizard at uh, top of that uh, in the. Big League, um, 66. Yeah, I've only got 13 points so far this week. Um, a few injuries in there. Yeah, I'll maybe take a look at that in a minute. Um, where are you guys in, in the Big League? Starting like, to sound like Joe Tessum. Like yeah. yeah. Um, just a, just a little, bit, little bit above us. Uh, in the Big League, I'm 87th, and oddly enough, I've moved up with my uh, 24 points this week. T-Bizzle? 37 on the week so far. Um, Doji got me five, but he's suspended for next week. I brought in Ward Prowse, and I don't think I'm going to regret that. Um, yeah, so my team's looking all right. Uh, it couldn't, be, it could be a lot better, it could be a lot worse, and yeah, I'm already out of the the FA Cup, unfortunately. Uh, the or the the cup the the cup game that they they have here on. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, that the Premier League sets up. Um, top of that big league, 
is Dan Buck uh, still, I believe. Uh, Chris Bonner in second and Brad S in third. Um, and Gaffer. No changes in the table at all. So once again, I'm still up top. Uh, unfortunately, only got 40 points, but we've got two games. Uh, well, we've got one game remaining to play. So everybody who's got the Lest- Lester on their team, uh, they're still going to acquire a few more points there. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm first. Tim Brucker uh, sitting on uh, 41 points for the week. He's got uh, Mabidi, M-A-V-I-D-I-D-I. I can't, I can, I think it's Stefan Mabidi. Mabidi, yeah. I've got Mabidi, I think. Mabadidididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididid